0: My name is Joel Arndt, I am the Wealthy Barista. This is my audio journal, mapping out the process from full-time barista to financially independent entrepreneur, father, husband. It's a raw take on every painful and joyful step to financial independence. There's conversations with others who are in the process, some who have achieved financial independence and a lot of personal reflection on the struggles and ideas I have along the way. There are a lot of excellent books, podcasts, YouTube channels about how to make money, but there's very little detail on the process. So here's the process.
1: Why record your story why talk about yourself why talk about myself I'm nothing special I mean you know I don't have some crazy built from the ground up you know came from rags you know went to Rich's story like I'm kind of in the middle of it right now and I definitely didn't come from rags uh, I, I don't have some major accomplishment or achievement to report and nothing tragic or shocking has happened to me you know knock on wood and So why record my story and and talk about me at all? And honestly, it's just for me. Like, if there's anybody listening to this, that's kind of icing on the cake. I find that when I actually go to explain something, if I haven't tried to talk about it yet, I'm going to find out really quickly how well I understand this thing. You know, if I go to explain some kind of real estate concept to someone else something that's just kind of been floating around in my head that I've been processing internally for a while, I'm going to find out really quickly how how well I actually understand it. Because if I can't explain it clear enough, I obviously don't understand it well enough. Or I need I don't understand it to the point that I can um, make it simple, and that means that I need to work on it, and I need to go back to the table, go back to the, the drawing table, or just need to look at exactly um, when I have to examine how to communicate something it forces me to break it down to its simplest components and that's when I really understand something so I tell my story because I'm you know, sure I want to understand more about myself but if there's concepts that I'm, I'm absorbing that I want to make sure I'm really tapping into that i have that are really kind of lodging into my character and, to my, and um, allowing to soak in and become a part of who I am. And the only, the only real way for me to do that is if I'm writing or talking about it now. <laughs> writing, I love... I used to love writing. I still kind of do. I mean, I enjoy being able to sit down and just type something out that's fun. When I'm working on copy for the website, I enjoy that, but this is just easier. I'm driving home. I have about 20 minutes, so why not explain something? And it forces me to get something out quickly. I went to Bible college. I'm going to jump right in. I went to Bible college. I was determined, coming out of high school, that I was going to be a Christian minister, and I didn't want to have anything to do with business. It was... I just wanted to serve the Lord, and I wanted to have anything to do with money. And so when I went to this ministry school, it was a very entrepreneurial place. The founders of the school were definitely entrepreneurs, serial entrepreneurs. And they were sure, they made sure to at least expose the students to that mindset. Because they saw in ministry so such a, a poverty mentality that it was being passed on through churches. And so they wanted to end that process, or at least not contribute to it. I came out of that school, I went into Bible college, not wanting anything to do with money or business, and I came out with the business itch, and I wanted, more so than anything, I wanted to start a business, and even become pastor of a church. Although, it didn't, the business itch didn't overcome or supplant that desire for ministry, it still exists within me today, but I realized that I have an an entrep- entrepreneurial Bent. And I and it just, you know, I remember as a kid, <laughs> I remember as a kid, I actually would like gather all of our garbage and junk, or like old stuff that we don't use anymore, and put it on shelves and line it up real nice like a retail display, and hand-painted a sign It was deep, dark green, because that was like the last color we had used in the house on some walls and uh painted a board like an a-frame board i don't know how how old i was i couldn't have been more than like eight years old maybe that and then with white paint i you know something like hockey supplies or hockey items or whatever and i stuck that outside of our street now the only problem is we were back street and there was zero traffic and nobody you know i was seven years old but and i was i was crushed i was crushed um, my first experience with rejection, and I was always trying to do stuff like that, and I always wanted to be an inventor, and, um, come up with new, new ways, and then sell them, you know, and business systems have always interested me, even when I didn't realize that's what it was, and so when I see these systems for making money, it's just like, oh, why can't I do something like that, and my first jaunt into business really was, uh, as a marketing copywriter, for like a year and a half or maybe a year after after Bible college I'm wrestling with I don't have any marketable skills I just all the only secondary school education I have is is Christian ministry and you can't market that I mean some people do I you know I don't I can't or I didn't want to that's not I just didn't see that as the thing I wanted to get into business for you know and so I wrestled with a few ideas and this email came through uh always wanted to be a writer. This email came through, and it just hit every pain point, and it was just a really well-written sales email, selling copywriting courses. And it showed me that my writing skills were marketable. And it introduced, and, and it collided to, it, it brought two worlds into a collision, into a fusion, that I, I deeply enjoyed my writing, and, business. and so I just went for it. And I eventually uh, quit my job and went full-time into <laughs> freelance copywriting. And I loved it. And I was, at a, I was in a place... And Jade and I were just married. We were, she was working. Uh, we had saved up some money. And we were in a place where we, I could do this. And so we, we went for it. And, uh... You know... <sighs> we went through a few changes, we ended up three months in, not even, I want to say two, two and a half months in, we um, we decided to pack up all our stuff, put it into storage, and go on a three month, three and a half month road trip, and it was so much fun, and I, I fully intended to do some business while on the road trip, but it really didn't. And so I had picked up some steam. I had blogged regularly leading up to that. And then I blogged a little bit while on, you know, business blog, kind of promote myself. And just before we went on the trip, I did a... I I hosted a seminar. The Economic Development Committee in in my area. I I mean, I I grew up and lived in a small town, like 2,000 people. So anybody who was devoting any kind of time to anything immediately became the expert. Even though I had only devoted maybe, you know... I had done some learning several months leading up to quitting my job, and then several months after quitting my job, you know, now I'm now in it. So, yeah, I'm the local expert with quotation marks. Nevertheless, I put together a presentation, a seminar, for um, basically how, how to make money with social media. And it was geared to showing businesses how to how to use social media to their benefit. I loved that. That was so much fun. I put so much work into it. I made some money on it. It allowed me to buy a brand new laptop, which um, you know I needed for the business and needed to like travel and, and do business. And that laptop has, has paid, and, you know, Well, I mean, that that thing paid it, to, it off anyway. And I had a couple paid things, um, but I did a lot of free work too, just to kind of build up a portfolio. And so I had a little bit of momentum, and we went into this road trip. We went into this road trip and, and, and just discovered so much more about myself, and, and, and we discovered so much more about us as a couple and what we wanted in life. And so when we, when we came back, we didn't move back to, we didn't resettle in our hometown, this, this small northern town of 2,000 people. Uh, we actually found a really good community that we connected with uh, in Hamilton, Ontario and that's where we live now. And I got some business clients right away and so I just started cooking with it, you know? I just uh, rolled with it and we, we rolled with it and this is where things were happening So for us, so we... This is where we moved and started to put down roots. And within months it all started falling apart. Uh, The first thing being my, uh, our apartment. Well, I won't go into details about the situation there, but it was just rough. Like, we had a drug dealer living beneath us, and he had a violent temper. So, four months in, we broke our lease and left. Um, traumatized, honestly. It was, it was, it was not, yeah, not fun. Anyway, so, we're uh, homeless, in quotations, for two months, and not that much sorry, two weeks, we find a, we find another apartment, and it's a good apartment, and um, b- by this time, Jade's pregnant with Audie, and uh, there's a lot of uncertainty in our lives, um, the rent's gone up a little bit, and our expenses have gone up a little bit, and Jade can't really work, she had been working, that was helping pay the rent, but she can't work now, she's She's the, the pregnancy's, you know, kind of hindering that, obviously, to be expected. And it was just a lot harder. And uh, and so I'm putting together, you know, I'm thinking, okay, I gotta make more money, I'm gonna put together a marketing package, I'm gonna market my business, I'm gonna be more intentional about this. And I'm I put together I do my market research, I research the customers and, and the small business uh, climate in Hamilton and just what they're looking for, and had a really well put together package, and I literally hit the street. I literally pound the pavement, uh, door knocking, kind of on on businesses, and just gauging, further gauging demand for what I'm offering. And for whatever reason, self doubt just totally crept up weaseled in there and I was not I was nowhere near confident about my ability to serve these people and so I I essentially just laid it down and the way I explained it at the time I mean I was sidestepping real issue the way I explained it at the time is oh, I just lost the mojo for marketing you know I just want to get back into ministry I just want to do ministry and, and I'm not, I've lost the mojo for marketing but really what happened was I just started doubting myself and I let that I just bought into it, and I let it, I let it shut me down, and that did not help things at all, because now I'm not looking for any more clients, and I've got a there ba- we have a baby on the way, anyway, it's just a really, you know, a learning experience, it's, it, and, and it put us in a place where we couldn't pay rent, that's about it, we just, we couldn't pay rent, I, all I wanted to do was, you know, in ministry again and um, that was not paying bills fast forward Audie's born um, I get a part time job to supple- supplement the income gap and still looking for some kind of direction kind of feeling like things are spinning a bit, uh, the connections that we had made that really brought us to the city left A lot of the community that we had shifted, didn't it changed drastically uh, within a few months period of time? And we weren't sure, you know, what was going, what was going on. And I just wanted to be in ministry, and yeah, got this invitation to move out east. So, over a course of maybe nine months, we were deliberating about moving out east. We go out uh, and by east I mean uh, St. John, New Brunswick. And it's a ministry opportunity, and I'd be paid to just pray and worship, which is, you know, essentially what I wanted at the time. It may sound strange to a lot of you, but that was where I was at. I, long story short, uh, we didn't move. Two months up to, we had given notice. We were we were so sure. Well, yeah, we had we had made the decision to move gave two months notice, and, um, or sorry, we given our, we, we yeah, yeah, I gave two months notice, two weeks outside of that moving date, it just came to an emotional tipping point, and we decided that it wasn't for us, and so here we are, like, we could have, probably negotiated staying in that place, but the landlords weren't awesome. Uh, they tried to stick us with a bill for a plumbing issue that had existed long before we were there, and so it was just kind of shady little deals like that. Like, but, And we just didn't want to really rent from them anymore, so we thought oh, fine, we'll, you know, we'll just go try and rent again. Well, <laughs> right at that time the market in Hamilton skyrocketed, and so if to find the exact same place would have been three hundred dollars more in rent, and my income situation hadn't changed at all. Still not able to pay rent in the current place, and to move into a comparable spot, it would have been three hundred dollars more. So that was that was stressful and, and really confusing. And uh, we moved into my in-laws were in laws who, who are who who are in Hamilton, and we spent nine months, ten months with my in laws. And uh, in that time, there's a lot of redefinition happening in, in both Jade and I. And Jade's really kind of uh, been redefining her faith. And um, it's been, it, you know, it's not been easy. There have been a lot of questions that neither of us can answer. And so. You know, in that in that point of instability, there's also a lot of inner turmoil that we're having to deal with, trying to deal with. And so, in the middle of all that, I find realistic. And uh, it's not. You know, I I never expected. I just remember coming into 2018 knowing I needed to do something different, so I actually tried dropshipping. Uh, that didn't work out. Well, I just didn't have a passion for it like I thought I did. And I tried a couple other things, just getting, just, I was like determined to find a business for myself. And what ended up happening is, uh, you know, I read Rich Dad Poor Dad, and I'll, and I'll tell more of that story later on. but. It catapulted me into um, the back into the entrepreneurial mindset, back into dealing with my doubt, back into dealing with my insecurities, and not running from them, and taking control of my financial future. And so now, you know, we're just we're in a way better place, and you know the financial situation is definitely better. It's not perfect, but. just, what scared me before doesn't scare me anymore. And uh, uh, finding this passion for real estate has given me direction personally, given me uh, purpose, and it has provided a pathway to... Well, it's helped me rediscover passions, uproot passions, and discover and like dial deeper into those passions, which I can talk about more later. But, um, and then it's created, helped forge a path and form a path to fulfilling those passions. And so now I'm in a place where I am learning constantly and I, and, and I'm, always almost always in a situation where i'm really not quite sure of what i'm doing i've learned these things and i think this is how it goes but to practically put it into action it's a stretch because it's it's a completely new concept and completely new method and tactic for me and so i really don't know if it's going to work that kind of thing right that that happens on an on almost daily basis and i love it and so what i'm looking forward to is Um, you know a year from now looking back at the last two years and saying wow what a journey I never would have guessed that this is the path that I needed to take but here I am you know I look forward to a year from now looking back and and saying I am so glad I took this this and this risk put myself on the line in in these specific ways and um, you know really put my butt on the line where I could have lost a lot and but here's the reward for it and that's that's really like the start of this story I guess
0: and there we go if you have any questions any beefs any ideas about what I just talked about you can email me joel at joelarnt.ca. My last name is spelled A R N D T. If you found this frustrating, mildly interesting, intriguing, inspiring, enlightening, boring, even, let me know too. Always interested. You can find me on Facebook, on Instagram, on LinkedIn. If you'd like to read more of what I write, JoelArndt.ca Embrace the process. You're not alone.